0: of animal april i am one of your three hosts here at the panel discussion greg Knowlton, and as always i am joined by porcupine
1: jones and i will always be known by this is now because micah is my slave name porcupine <laughs> jones is my real name now and I and there goes shoot... half of our viewers <laughs> i will shoot criminals in the neck from the quills of justice from my asshole all right that's what I'm doing. Now, guys, I, I just want to apologize to both of you right now. I know uh, the podcast is coming out a day late and a dollar short, and that's my fault because uh, it just so happens that there was a special holiday, and that was 420,
2: and I had a lot to do. I'm going to tell you what.
0: Tell you what. Oh, and, and I'm hi, I'm Matt Johnson. I'm
2: the, yeah, I'm the other co-host, Matt Johnson. Hi. What's up? What's Back up, from everybody? am the Phantom <laughs> Zone. Yeah, I'm back. I'm alive. I'm alive. Thanks it's for having great guys. Having great you. job last week. Great job last week. Thanks for thanks for carrying the weight while I took a week off and figured out technology and all that good stuff. So uh great job last week. Anything for you, um, buddy. Uh but all right. So pod uh, well comic book world. Uh of course continued fallouts, I guess is what we're gonna talk about today uh from COVID. Uh more movie delay announcements that we have. Uh Venom has officially got its new date. June twenty I believe it was twenty-first of twenty twenty one. Fifth. Is it twenty fifth? I think you're right. You're right Twenty fifth. Uh twenty twenty one. That's the new release date. And um they released it. It wasn't even like a a teaser. It was like a it was like a tickle. We'll call it a tickle. But it was it like is. a 10 second, 15, it was it was like a 15-second thing. Yes, <laughs> yes. <A little> <laughs> right. they uh a they
1: pulled out the little dropper and said say ah and they just dripped a few droplets
2: of symbiote down your gullet, a little bit, like that the last bad guy from the the uh, the last Mad Max movie when he had all the water and he gave the people like a little bit and that's when yeah. they were pissed. He gave him a teeny tiny bit. That's what that was. That's what that was. Exactly. Uh, so. So, so we kind of expected that coming you know everything's getting pushed off of course um uh, yeah you know but it was uh micah i'm curious to your name uh you to hear uh about the name your thoughts on the name of the venom, oh, venom all
1: right all right so the new venom title it's venom uh to wong fu thanks for everything julie carnage <laughs> Jesus Christ! Who fucking came up with this? Let that be carnage! <laughs> like what the fuck? When I heard that going off in my head was the guy from uh, that first Godzilla movie. The oh, writ them fight! <laughs> like that's like what I'm picturing.
0: Let like, there be
1: carnage.
0: Friday <laughs> <laughs> What the? <laughs>
1: what what's so wrong with just
0: saying venom the rise of carnage or holy shit here comes carnage or <laughs> <maximum> <laughs> Carnage? yes matt why is it not just maximum carnage
1: they have the they have the ability to call there's no like yes. legal bullshit
0: there they can't call and it maximum carnage right they teased the crap out of scream in the last movie and that was like we just never saw her
2: oh, that it. was such a disappointment that was a big disappointment so Stream is like my yeah, like third favorite symbiote. Love the symbiotes. It's third favorite easily. And uh, they definitely dropped the ball on that one. But, uh, yeah, what a l- lousy name. Lousy name. It doesn't need to be a mouthful. It doesn't need to be a mouthful. It needs, it, one or two words. One or two words tops for, like a I don't know what you call it, a surname, a descriptive name. I don't care. What, whatever the, the correct terminology is, you don't need a mouthful. Let I mean, it'll
1: be that, that last one, it was Birds of Prey and the Emancipation Proclamation of Harley Quinn because she just broke up with Joker. See it in theaters. Wasn't that yeah. like the title of that? Is this going to be the It was, there? and they actually
2: changed it. They actually changed it. I don't know if you heard about this. Because it was doing so bad, they changed the name to... Uh, they put Harley Birds Quinn in the Birds of Prey. In the Birds of Prey. Yeah. Um, makes it makes more it sense. Uh, with the way that you know, everything works, it, it kind of does, but... Uh, yeah it's just it's a lot it's a lot uh i mean regardless so i'm excited for the movie i know venom hasn't really panned out the the way that we all hoped it would be which is staying true to comic book origin but uh i don't know i think yeah the name it's a little little goofy but uh, woody harrelson is carnage man i I knew we knew all new was coming uh but i'm excited to see woody harrelson get dark again i really am
1: glad that he's not gonna have that fucking wig and uh did you guys know that woody harrelson's father actually killed
0: a lot of people yeah no you knew that yes because he like used his father as his inspiration for natural born killers i just recently (laughs) discovered this yeah
1: that that his father was a fucking hitman
0: yeah that was like one of his big inspirations for that character was his father (laughs)
2: Yeah. That's, that's phenomenal. Great. That's good uh that's good uh practice. That's good practice, good research. Oh yeah,
1: that's a whole like crack. It, of it's in my blood. Of, I was gonna be like my daddy. <laughs> oh, that chicken like right, so, Matt. Of course the, the quarantine, as uh everyone's aware that we're not next to each other, but we're finally on a video thing, and I just saw Matt deep throat <laughs> a fucking drumstick. <laughs>
0: <thing. laughs>
2: You got to watch my tongue fucker flat, man. It's interesting. It's it's an experience. I'm going to do it free right now. Hold on. I found one. My best.
0: My favorite thing about these is, like, I get a text from my mom the next day, like, I just listened to your podcast, and boy, (laughs) she's like, I I think I need to be baptized. Matthew!
1: (laughs) Matt, you'd be great at parties, man. I never get invited
2: to them, but I would. It's soft. That's good though. Um, oh my god! Good stuff. So she's good, huh?
0: What?
2: <laughs> I don't know anymore. But uh, we got it. Is there any other news uh, to uh, to discuss? Really, I think that's really the the biggest thing. Oh, uh, I mean, Batman. I think got delayed too. Officially
0: delayed. We all kind of knew that. Yeah, too. everything got delayed at this point. Uh, well, there was like. Gun came out and said, "Guardians and Suicide Squad Two will not be affected, though." Really, that's, the good. that's good. So to that's good. That's cool. And I just discovered that Nathan Fillion is supposed to be Arm Fall Off Boy, which made me super excited. <laughs> and there's even a pic, like a picture of him in the suit, and it's the best. Uh, his- Matt, you mentioned super- uh, what was that? His no, superpowers no, no, no. literally, his arms fall off and their weapons. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, Matt you mentioned uh, uh, Batman coming out what, uh, what is,
2: is there an official date for Batman? Let me look it up I shared the article on our Facebook page let me just double check uh, and see if there was a p- po- postponement release date while you're looking uh, up I gotta tell you guys
1: uh, I'm actually very very excited about Robert Pattinson playing as oh. Batman now I just watched uh, the motion picture of the Lighthouse recently uh mainly because of 420 and the greenery going through my, my veins you know what i'm saying robert pattinson is absolutely incredible the range he showed in this movie the lighthouse saved him from all that bullshit that he did in that uh that vampire like the twilight yeah. twilight he's awesome and everybody that's shitting on him playing as batman
2: rongo he's gonna be fucking great well i think something yeah we oh, go, ahead, Greg. go ahead go ahead matt
0: on. no you first
2: no uh i, I mean we, we all kind of know that rage and honestly uh do you guys remember like four years ago when gambit was announced four or five years ago when gambit was announced and they announced channing tatum was gonna play gambit a louisiana guy but channing tatum played it in a bunch of chick flicks and everybody gave him a lot of slack too for that reason people were like losing their mind about it and it's the same thing like i i always i I I was really hoping that Channing Tatum Gambit would have panned out. I really was. Me too. Um, but a lot of people just lose their minds. They they think of their fit, like filmography yeah. and seeing the roles that they played, and they just they they it affects like and it just affects how people view them. Uh, just because somebody's been in a, a movie like Twilight, uh, and, and honestly, Robert Pattinson wasn't bad in it. He played pretty good for his role. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I, I was forced to see all those movies.
1: Mm-hmm. i was uh, with every time well. with
2: with with different girlfriends at the time but uh regardless uh regardless he he doesn't have range he's not bad yeah. uh and he's got a good i don't know he's got he's got a good look to him i'm not gonna lie he's got a good bruce wayne look like just style to him uh it's so i'm excited to see year how one. yeah yeah it's, it's uh, great
0: year one batman it's supposed um, to be year two
1: this is year two but yeah
0: yeah but, but I think going. they did something super smart as well, too. He's about... People are going to talk their trash, talk their trash, but everyone loves Christopher Nolan. Everyone loves everything he produces. He is releasing Tenants before Batman comes out, and it is starring Robert Pattinson. I bet you once that movie comes out, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, I didn't know he could act like that. But He's been in a ton of movies since. He's Like you said, The Lighthouse, Water for mm-hmm. Elephants. Uh, he's been in a ton of stuff where he's gotten to show off. It's just people... Oh, he's that sparkly bastard, and they don't give him a chance. And like we've seen, who honestly would have looked at Chris Evans back in the day after what he did to Fantastic Four, after like okay. after being Human Torch? Um, he, I knew him from Not Another Teen Movie. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, that. that's Captain America. No, I would have never guessed. I would have never put RDJ as as Tony Stark. It's just I, Sebastian Stan is freaking Winter Soldier. He's from. I knew him from Gossip Girl. Like, no, like he's not Paul Paul Rudders
2: Ant Man was another big one too. Like people literally, like, fuck that, it's not gonna work. And it worked, it was perfect. You can't have a serious ant, man. It's just not going to work no. with today, how today's no. world is. And Paul Rowe no. is a perfect fit for it. So yeah. um, people are just very emotional. And I see that with everything, man. I see it with football talk. People hear something and they just lose their minds. You hear it in comic books, legit anything. You get the last mo- two months, how the emotional reactions of people every time some kind of new piece of media gets released, they lose their minds. They react. They don't read. They just react mm. or they don't think it through. And it it perfectly applies to superhero movies because I, I don't know why people uh have such this this, this emotional stake in it. At, um, well, of course they like it, but uh, they just yeah they lose their minds, man. They lose Gotta their mind. Pro wrestling is another one. Pro wrestling is another one. We just seen it with WrestleMania a couple weeks ago. Everyone's like, this is stupid. It ain't gonna work. I ain't gonna watch it. And they're the they're the same people marking out for it on Facebook. And I called them out. I'm like, yeah, it's nice you guys tuned in. You said you weren't gonna do it. and You did, and you liked it. Just shut up. and Enjoy the ride. Just Stop being so reactionary. Is really what my uh that's my TED talk for the day. Stop being so reactionary to to this stuff. Things will play out. Uh uh Yeah, this is people are hot messing. Yeah, you got fired up there, kid. You got He's really spicy today. Uh, I, it was a chicken <laughs> oh, yeah. wing. It was me tongue yeah. punching that chicken wing. <laughs> and uh, I'm tired and yeah, that's kind of what all that was. It was just like a second wind, little rage thing. So
1: it just threw me off because I don't know where the fuck that chicken wing came from. But, uh, guys, a little oh, way masters a bit,
2: in North Tonawanda. But
0: yeah, no, I
2: mean,
1: like, <laughs> just on your table, like I, I, you're surrounded. Do you have like a platter of food that you're surrounded by? That, that we don't. He's eat? just in a hot
0: tub full of chicken. <laughs> wings. Is there a naked oh,
1: lady covered in sushi in front of you?
2: I would like <laughs> some sushi right now. I'm not gonna lie, but I wish that were. I wish that were true. I wish that were the case.
1: I so uh, a little bit of the rumor gimmick here um uh, first off i don't particularly care when actors try to go for a role by tweeting about it i this happens a lot in horror um in, in especially in remakes and stuff like that but when the king the fucking man himself bruce campbell tweets that he wants to be the bad guy in doctor strange because his fucking best friend is directing the movie I kind of want to see that happen and I really want to fucking see Bruce Campbell as Mr. Sinister because somebody made fan art of Bruce Campbell as Mr. Sinister. Holy fuck did it give me goosebumps and god damn it. I would love that to happen more I than like just that. Formula, I Thank you.
0: I'm okay with that. Like I'm Mr. Sinister it. has those vibes that I think Bruce Campbell could pull off or he could be kind of like still have his like cool vibe but be yes. a prick and I like that. Yes.
2: Such a prick. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Like five years ago I like the idea of Brian Cranston doing it. Five yeah, years yeah. ago, but now now I I, I, I I can agree with that route. I It's gotta do it right, man. I wanna see a good sinister. Like that that's that was one of the premier guys growing up. X-Men yeah. fan watching the cartoon, one of the premier guys.
1: Yes. Bruce Campbell would do this character justice. It's something yeah. that we haven't seen on screen yet. And I think he's the man that we could, that could do it. He's sixty years old. He's in amazing shape. You could you could get ten years worth of Mister Sinister out of Bruce Campbell. Absolutely. I'm saying like that. three movies.
0: That's a casting I would have never like Ben like. Yeah, I like that. But now that you've said it, I think I'm fine with it. I really like. I can picture it. And but I, really, I did it
1: with Raimi Ramy directing and having a hand in this movie make it happen let's do this yeah. like you fucking hollywood cowards bruce campbell <laughs> bruce campbell was supposed to be shooter mcgavin uh there's all I, I, off the top of my head there's all these other roles that he was supposed to be but these other actors mm-hmm. got and they I, in an alternate universe in an alternate fucking universe bruce campbell's superman instead. So, you know i i I'm just, I'm a really, real, real big supporter of Bruce Campbell, and I want to see him
0: in another blockbuster. It's been way too fucking long. I just watched him get his head knocked off by Murder Apes this weekend because I watched (laughs) Congo. (laughs) He dies.
1: They (laughs) job him out in the first five minutes.
0: (laughs) The disrespect. 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 That's a good movie, though. All right. Uh, You get to hear a quick, quick, cheap plug in June, it's released because. It's very far, but I was just on a podcast called X Meets Y, where we take two movies and try to create a movie that could exist, uh, is basically a mashup of both of these movies. And it's a randomizer, it's a movie I picked plus a randomized movie. I picked Congo, and then the movie we got was Lone Ranger. So it's a ton of fun. I can't wait for that podcast to get released and you get to hear what we came up with. I'm uh, curious. It's super awesome. Super awesome. But go watch, go listen to X Meets Y. That's a quick plug for them. Um, he's a, the John Inbody, who is the host of X Meets Y, is part of the Grey Matter project I announced. He's the director and writer um, for that. And they mix some weird freaking movies on that show. Um, I think it was like Shawshank Redemption and Toy Story was one of them or something like that. It gets weird and it's off. They do a really good job with it. It's a ton of fun. Nice. Very
2: nice. I never it's even taught me about part. that before, too. Uh, yeah, I think that about wraps up news though. I think news discussions, anything like that. Uh, let's get in some animal talk. Y'all ready? Ew, animal. Ew, animal.
0: Animal. Is that body Uh, roll on camera? It's gross. Uh,
2: all right. Uh, do you guys care if I start off this one? Do it, you won't. go ahead. All right. Uh, so I decided to go with Spider-Ham. It's going to be my focus character this week. Uh, I didn't quite know what to take of Spider-Ham when I first heard about him. And to be honest, uh, you know, like I I mentioned, I was always one of those uptight comic book guys, tradition, 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 no jokey, no jokey, okay, boomer. Uh, That was my lifestyle for a little while. But then uh, I started seeing more of Spider-Ham appear every now and then, and it actually uh, was really cool. I reread these old novels I used to have. It was – Spider-Man and X-Men in Time's Arrow, there was a, a trilogy of novels, and there was a mention, there was a reference to Spider-Ham in it. And I just realized that about a year ago, so it was pretty neat. Uh, but Peter Porker, that is that is uh, the name, the, the titular name of my character, uh, his secret identity. But what a, uh, what a intriguing character. Loved him. Loved him in the Spider-Verse movie, the recent movie that came out a couple years ago. Uh, But I'll give you a little background because I'm sure many of you don't know exactly his his origin story. Uh, So Peter Porker, he was actually a spider. He's actually a spider. And he lived in the basement lab of a May Porker, a May Porker, a goofy animal scientist who just created the world's first atomic-powered hairdryer. And she tries it. She tries it. And in a moment of weakness, I guess, she bites Peter the the spider's he- head she just bites it and he grows he grows into spider pig or you know a full side pig and that's kind of <laughs> that, that's that's like that's just origin story and then May Parker just starts treating him like his ne- her nephew they had no relation before that and things go on as normal but uh here I'll give a little quote from one of his first appearances. So the spectacular Spider Ham number fifteen from May nineteen eighty seven. This is astounding. Am I a spider with the limitations of a pig, or a pig with the proportionate strength and agility of a spider? I've become something greater than either spider or pig. I've become Spider Ham, uh, <laughs> and that's that's been his uh, that's been his get up. And he's he's always uh, obviously he's more popular now because of his appearance in, in the in uh, the Spider Verse movie, but he's always. Kind of bounced around with various, uh, with various jokey animal characters. Uh, that hasn't been the first time. He's teamed up in his, one of his first adventures. He teamed up with Captain America as they went after the Marauder, and it led to <laughs> the creation of Hulk Bunny. It's amazing. Uh, several months later, Spider Ham uh, he encountered his main nemesis. Uh, Dr. Doom, a duck parody of Dr. Doom. That's one of those ones. Uh, It's the spectacular spider hand number one, the mysterious island of Dr. Doom. So go check that one out. Uh, There's a couple other ones. There's Dr. Octopussycat uh, is one of the villains that he frequents often. But, okay, on that note. (laughs) uh, uh, (laughs) During Marvel Zombies, he crossed into uh, he crossed Earth-616 at a point in time, and uh, he turned into he got bits by zombie Captain America, Hulk, and Wolverine and became Hamable Lecter. Hamable Lecter. <laughs> Dude, it's amazing. This is absolutely amazing. I do want to read off some of the characters, if that's okay. Uh, some Please. other characters that are similar, um, like him. So there's Sp- obviously Spider-Ham, Spider-Ham 2099, uh, may Wait, Porker, Mar- seriously, yeah,
1: there was a, a Spider Ham 20.99. 20,
2: yeah, that's nuts, yeah. Pagello O'Malley, uh, <laughs> Mary Jane Water Buffalo, Ugh. uh, Mary Crane Watso, J. Jonah Jackal, Batty right. Brandt, <laughs> Betty Brandt Eater, Flash Tomcat, Liz Alley Cat, <laughs> Awful Flight, which is supposed to be a parody of Alpha Flight. Uh, Summer Squash, Walrus Lambranski, which is a parody of Sasquatch. Uh, trying to find some other ones. Deer Devil. It's an actual like, deer that's Deer Devil. Uh,
0: is he that's a... <laughs> I, so. I, I got to
2: hope so. Does he have uh, the constant deer in the headlights look? <laughs> I, I hope to god he does uh his actual name is bat burdock that's his name in that one uh, i'll try and find some other one asinine torch is a parody of human torch goose rider which is a parody of ghost rider oh. Oh. Uh, let's see what yeah dr octopussy cat which is the dr octopus one uh king pig that's the kingpin parody uh, oh. there's also in his universe there's oh my god there's godzilla there's Godzilla to parody characters, all right? Hogzilla and Mechano Hogzilla. They appeared in Spectacular Spider-Hand number eight. These books are amazing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Raven the Hunter. That's a play on Craven the Hunter. There's yeah. so many. Croctor Strange. No. Uh, yeah. Iron Mouse, which is a parody that. of Iron Man. Nagnito. He's a horse. <laughs> He's a horse. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> god <laughs> damn it <laughs> i'm hanging up galactopus <laughs> which which galactopus is a platypus play that's a, so that's a good one that uh, sounds really cute kangaroo the conqueror you can imagine who that's a play on uh Ultrog, which is a gorilla version of ultron mm, let's see what else we got here but, I mean, that's pretty much the Scarlet Pooch, which is a play on Scarlet Witch, Quacksilver, Squawk Eye, Black Panda, <gasps> Baron Zebra.
0: That one sounds wrong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's a lot of good ones in here, man. Pork Grind, which is the Venom Symbiote. I, I don't know why that's that. <laughs> uh, dude, it's amazing. Like, it, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. And it's all parody stuff. It's all fun. And... uh no, I love it. I love it. And Spider-Ham has actually started. Yeah, like I guess I said before I went off naming characters. He's been uh, more popular. He's starting to be featured in a lot of video games nowadays. He was in the second Lego Marvel Super Heroes. Uh, he had a little cameo, I think. Uh, I forgot what the game What I think it was like a PS2 or PS3 Spider-Man game. But, uh, yeah, uh, pretty incredible run uh, and funny. He, he's, he's taken a little bit more serious in a lot of runs, too, of course, with the with the Spider Verse, but uh, yeah, I think he's great. He's probably one of my favorite ones. I'm a huge sh- Spider Man Mark as it is, and to see a parody of him, and, and it was it was well done. He was hilarious too. I can't say it enough he, how funny his character was portrayed in uh, to the Spider Verse. It was really <laughs> done. When he they were crawling out, he
1: was uh, my favorite actually out of all the all, this, all the all the Spider man Of course, like Nick like, Nick oh, Cage okay. aside, I thought Spider Ham stole the show. He did. I mean, when they were yeah, John uh, when they were...
0: was perfect.
2: When they were climbing on the ceiling in that the dorm room and they seen him, he goes, This is a bad time to tell them that animals talk or something yeah. like, something along those yeah, lines. I just watched it before. Great. And the dude passed out and he goes, uh oh, uh, oh, so good. <laughs> like that was so well this done.
0: It gets weirder. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now uh, uh
1: Matt, would you say that that is some pig?
2: Dad jokes. No, I mean
0: <laughs>
2: dad jokes, 100. Uh, <laughs> but that's kind of all I had. Uh, I mean, there's he has his own. He has his own run. You can find him in just about it. You don't have to look very hard to find Spider Ham comics. It's pretty much what I'm saying. Uh, he's popular. If you want to find some of his older stuff, you're gonna have to look online, which isn't a bit uh, a big deal at all. But uh, yeah, he has his own run with plenty of material, and if you're in for uh, something a little bit more sense, uh, nonsensical, wacky, wacky, and maybe is the correct word for it. Then Spider-Ham is something right up your alley. Um, yeah, just very fun. Very fun. Love Spider-Ham. So, Dude, yeah, that's what I got. There's
1: two things right now that people want. People want the ultra-violent, serious, dark comic books, and then people like this side of the spectrum, too, which yeah. are just a play on everything a joke on everything but yet there's still, no middle ground no, anymore
0: there's no but middle yet ground yet still
1: anymore. middle ground is mediocrity right yes. now
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's it's all vanilla it is. it's so yep. vanilla that's actually one of the reasons why i stopped reading the star wars comics because they were so fucking bland and i know it's because of disney um i very much enjoyed the vader run but i'm trying to i tried getting into the other shit and
2: it's just so generic um yeah the best the best disney star wars one not to go to get too too sidetracked but it was uh the old republic one or whatever and jar jar had a lightsaber for a second but like that's entertaining that's what people want to see uh it applies that with with every form of entertainment though and that's just that's just the way it is that's the way it is and i know i keep alluding to pro wrestling and other things but that's just the way it is man um if if you're if you're just for, for wrestling's sake you're just this generic But talented technical wrestler, nobody gives a shit about you. If you're over the top goofy or you're over the top violent or in a badass, you're going to be over. Uh, That's just the way it is with comics, uh, movies. Movies, it it is, it's the, that's what's catching everybody's attention now. So Uh, very intriguing times. But uh, yeah, Spider Ham definitely hits the nail on the head if you want, if you're looking for something goofy and lighthearted. I actually just recommended to him. I just recommended uh, a friend of mine, his daughters are just starting to get into reading. They love superheroes and they were looking for some entry level, like Spider-Man based stuff. Uh, And I sent them, I didn't even send them Spider-Man. I sent them Spider-Ham. Cause I knew the the kids were like five and three. They're really young. Uh, And I figured they're going to love Spider-Ham. It's, it's fun. It's they're easy reads too. There's nothing too complicated with the language at all. Uh, So it's in a way it's kind of age appropriate. So, uh yeah they uh i sent them that that and they appreciated it so uh yeah good read good easy read
0: nice i like it
1: your mom's an easy read
0: <laughs> oh boy ouch <laughs> uh do you want do you want me to take number two here i take a number two but you want to I, take another number two i kind of do but i need all those high beans you did and cottage save you save you for last all right
2: matt's falling asleep no i'm not i'm wide awake i had my fuse fusions iced tea lemon sponsor us please for the love of god give us some money (laughs) Give us uh
0: sweet i'll hop in i i covered not a specific animal character i tend to not do that i covered a group of animal characters known as the beasts of burden Um, it is a dark horse comic by Evan Dorkin, and it started just in the typical like dark horse like almost their Halloween c- collections like the Book of Hauntings, the Book of Witchcraft, and the Book of the Dead, and the Book of Monsters. Um, and it's got spun off into its own series of comic books. Now, what it is is about a society of good dogs, and the, you're I don't like this. The good dogs are literally um, dogs who have been trained in the art of magic and are there to protect their city from, and their their people from supernatural and evil beings. Um, So it is, the cast is actually a bunch of talking dogs. It's something like straight out of Disney. Uh, It is a Husky named Ace. Ace was once bitten by a werewolf and is now a werewolf dog. Um, A beagle named Jack, a pug named Pugsley, the Doberman Rex, uh, a tabby cat named Orphan, who is the only cat that is part of the Good Dogs. Um, Whitey, who is a Jack Russell Terrier. And then Miranda, who is a spellcasting dog, and Dymphna, who is... She was actually a familiar, a cat that was a familiar that later um, joined the actual... <laughs> that joins the Good Dogs as well um, due to her relationship with the Orphan. So... This is a really crazy comic. On the outside, when you look at the Beasts of Burden, um, you're expecting like Disney. I I got into reading this, and I was like, oh, dogs who do magic and cast spells. And one of the first issues, the dogs get possessed by an army of ghosts that were living in a river, and they kill a little kid. I was like, whoa! (laughs) What is happening?
1: Okay, So I was going to say, Craig, this sounds kind of lame, but you're... you're
0: (laughs) Yeah. You hooked me in, brother. You hooked me in. It gets really wild. Like uh I know one of the other big stories they face is a dog comes and finds them with just a human hand attached to its collar, and they are actually like trying to find where it is, and this this old warlock has summoned these golems to kill everybody in the city, and these dogs have to fight them. Uh one of the white one of the dogs gets eaten. It gets really weird really fast. And um, it's actually had, I think it's got like six or seven volumes out. Uh, it has crossed over with Hellboy and really? Hellboy has fought crime with these dogs. as a Dark Horse comic that doesn't surprise me too much. Um, Hellboy... Yeah, Evan Dorkin and Mike McNola like cast, uh, wrote it together. And there's even like a whole bunch of panels of Hellboy carrying this pug in his arm while shooting his gun. <laughs> That's, that was gonna be my question.
1: Does he love their bellies because Hellboy was very fond of cats? So I was wondering if there was any tension between the dogs and Hellboy's love for cats. Because I don't know if you knew this, but cats and
0: dogs don't necessarily get along. Yeah. So at first, legit, Hellboy doesn't like the dogs and they think Hellboy's he- the devil and try to like kill him. Um, mm-hmm. but they win him over with their cat orphan. And that's why he decides to team up with them Is because of orphan. So okay. it's pretty great. <laughs> Good going. But it's a weird, it really <laughs> caught me off guard. It's one of those things. Like even the artwork is very like old school, like lady in the tramp vibes. And I was like, I'm going to read this out of boredom, but it really gets dark real quick. Um, and is not at all what I expected, which I think is part of the charm. Um, Because you kind of, like, turn your brain off and not expect it to be gory, and then a dog gets ripped apart, or, like, a crocodile falls through a bridge and gets absolutely skewered, and its eyeballs are getting ripped out by a crow. Like, it gets pretty graphic and is just totally again not what you expect they're drawing like full like casting circles and fighting demons and it's a really good book uh, a really good group of books um it's something weird i think it's totally something that actually could like would be like a cult classic netflix style show that people would watch like i would watch this animated oh you would you would want
1: it an animated not like live action with a uh, cgi i would watch novel. it both ways i would watch it both
0: ways <laughs> Just, just cause it's something like weird to turn on. It's a really weird comic, but like I said, it it's it's fun. It gives me like a. It's it definitely feels almost more like a. Like a teenage, like late teens, like comic book for like those kids that like horror but don't really get it yet, or you just want something more on like the fun side of it. Um, it, it almost has like Buffy animal vibes. That's kind of the best way oh, I can describe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's super cool. Yeah, like if Scooby Gang was actually <laughs> was actually just animals, but the Buffy Scooby Gang. yeah, so that's, yeah cool. that's piece of Burden. It's fun. I I like it. It's been out. It's been around for almost ten years now, which is like a lot for I think comic book titles, especially minor comic book titles like that. Um, like Dark Horse to have a, a title that's lasted ten years, I think that's huge. So, Matt. Is Clark Kent now? Yep. I don't know, yep. man. Matt
1: just like turned into Jared
2: Fogle. <laughs> you want AIDS? I'll give we'll give you some AIDS. <laughs> Keep
0: your children away from Matt.
2: Thank you for the South Park reference. <laughs> I'm glad you realized it. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm gonna give everyone AIDS.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and when I said
1: Matt. Just turn into Jared Fogel. No, he didn't snatch a kid. He put on some goofy glasses, which those
2: goofy glasses are totally yours, right? No, oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't just steal them from somebody.
0: Okay. Yeah. They're not goofy.
1: They look really good on you, but I just it's never seen
2: them. You look like
0: Clark Kent, but with a U instead of an E. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Kind of. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well played. Like the, well played. The, the math it took you to get there. <laughs> Who's
1: everyone's favorite animal? All right, now an animal. Now these characters, everyone's picking like they're they're basically part animal, or they have animal. They're they're you know their costume is like an animal, whatever. Well, what if you're five foot tall, you're Canadian, yep. you're covered in yep. hair, and you have a sexual desire to plow Cyclops while Jean Grey flicks her old LL Bean catalog in the corner. What if you're Wolverine? You're you're our fourth guest, Will. <laughs> now, every yeah, right? Which why has he never been he's never been Wolverine for Halloween, and we have to change that this year. Um all right, now everybody knows Logan's origin, they know his fucking story. I'm not gonna bore anyone with that shit. Um, especially Matt, whose dick has been in the dirt since we started here. Uh <laughs> I'm going to talk about back in 1993. I was at my grandparents. I was raised by my grandparents.
0: The year I was born.
1: Ew. (laughs) Don't. Just don't. Come on, man. Every time time you
0: mention it, I got (laughs) to give
1: it to you there. It's 1993. I met my grandparents. Now, being that you're... Being raised by grandparents, of course, QVC is on all the time. <laughs> Occasionally the Home Shopping Network, but mostly QVC. Well, QVC had a very short little run where they had Marvel on uh, on their show. Do you remember this? Of course not, because you weren't born yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was two. I was two. So. Okay, yeah. How much going on up there then. QVC had this whole run where they were talking about uh, Fatal Attractions where Magneto actually removed the animanium from Wolverine now have you guys talked about this on here before no I don't think so I've seen the cover dude Fatal Attractions is fucking bananas there's a disease going around that's killing mutants left and right and Magneto is losing his fucking shit and he's actually killing people this is when they turn Magneto into like like I'll get you X-Men to an actual psychopath Magneto was unfucking stoppable and it got to a point where he was so fucking fed up that he actually sucked the animantium out of Wolverine. It looked like liquid coming through his pores. Um, Cyclops. Cyclops screamed a blood curdling scream. No, this is before <laughs> Cyclops and Wolverine wanted to fuck each other. Um well <laughs> This just to just to like let you know how absolutely insane uh magneto was during this time when he sucked the animantium. I'm I I know we're we're talking about the animals, which is Wolverine. I'm gonna get to that. But to get to that, we gotta get through this part. Uh as he's sucking the animantium out of Wolverine, sucking it dry, mind you, um, he is monologuing. Now play the insolent. Now plunder the gods' privileges and give them to creatures of a day. What drop your sufferings can mortals spare? We are all but players in a tragedy far larger than any of us. And he keeps going on and on and on. And he goes, a tragedy life. A tragedy called life, Logan. But today, for you, perhaps for me, the curtains fall and the play is finished. Meanwhile, Wolverine can't even fucking scream because he's in so much pain. After this... uh, After this... uh, Professor X and Magneto got into a huge fucking brain fight. Like, where they were just using brain power and shit. It was kind of dorky. And then I, I turn magneto into an absolute vegetable well this is the first time that we found out that wolverine was actually covered in adamantium and his claws were bone you remember that shit no i do
2: remember that a little bit yeah
1: okay all right good it's uh (coughs) jesus christ (laughs) um but yeah dude it's he sucked all this is in 1993 wolverine didn't get his animantium back until 1999 not a lot of people know this he went this entire time he left the x-men he went on his own like journey and shit like that but because he had the animantium sucked out of his bones his body was constantly trying to heal itself so his healing factor was down um this is when wolverine got really stale and they knew they had to do something to kind of spruce them up so they made him vulnerable to where this was a point of uh this was a time where wolverine could die he could get killed um he didn't have he, his bones weren't indestructible and every time that he uh his blades came out which were actually his bones he would scream in immense pain and he had his hands here his hands were constantly wrapped up because they were constantly wounded now that's uh uh so this lasted until 1999 when uh, uh uh Wolverine kind of kind of came back to the uh he came back to the X-Men eventually like around like 99 they needed his help and it was actually apocalypse inadvertently uh he inadvertently gave Wolverine his adamantium back bysh you know how Apocalypse always could create, he, Apocalypse could create like flashbacks and stuff yep. like that. Like there's a flashback and you're there, but you're really not there. Well, he did that to Wolverine and done fucked up because Wolverine came back from all these flashbacks with his Animantium. So he went from 93 to 99 without Animantium. Also, we didn't get Magneto back until 1997. Magneto was brain dead vegetable from 93 to 97.
2: I did read a storyline about that Or in between Colossus. It was, was like watching him on the House of M. And, uh, yeah, that was a thing for a little while. I do I do recall that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good shit,
1: dude. But, I mean, of course, now, that was just a little story that I wanted to talk about with Wolverine, but what we uh ho, ho, ho. what we all know and love right now is what's going yeah. on. Now, I... Uh, I'm not really seeing anybody right now because of the 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 whole uh, apocalypse going on in the outside but my buddy needed a jump uh on his on his car actually today and I brought up a uh, I brought up the story about Wolverine, Cyclops and Jean Grey to him and it blew his mind and he actually sent me a text about an hour before we started recording saying that he's been asking his buddies that are pretty hard in comic <laughs> books and they all agree that they don't like it.
0: <laughs> They're wrong. They're all they wrong. Are. This became a topic on X meets Y and he agreed that, that this was a glorious storyline uh, and deserves to be in films. We're talking about it. We're definitely yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. it. Let's make it
2: happen. I'm gonna sleep on the couch tonight, so I'll look up like Pornhub or something and see if it's already something. No, I meant like something.
0: real films. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was I meant like the the big screen, Matt. Oh, not your cell phone screen.
2: <laughs> oh, well, now that you clarified that. Um, I'm still going to look we're anyways, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have something in the works. Did you have a, buy a Cyclops suit? Are you something,
1: What's, <sighs> uh, I, now you guys are big into Wolverine too. Who do you think, uh, since we're talking about him, since it was my pick, I'm just curious going forward with the character for live, uh, live action. Who do you think should play
0: Wolverine?
2: Next. That is such a good question. That is such a good question. Mm-hmm. Oh, man.
0: I like I... the the smaller oh, in stature of Wolverine. Like, they've mentioned Henry Cavill. It's, it's I feel like he'll just be in Hugh Jackman's shadow. I, I want someone smaller. I don't know who, though. I don't know who fits that role. You know, Tom Hardy's out of the running at this point, and I feel like he would have done a weird voice anyway, which kind of drives me crazy. No,
1: yeah, Tom Hardy would have given it an accent and didn't need it. He would have, like... Yeah. He would be like, well, Wolverine's 200 years old. He's Canadian, but he also fought in the Civil War. And he'll take a mix of Canadian, Southern, Yankee, and uh, probably fucking Japanese, too, because he spent his time in the Land of the Rising Sun a lot, to make this weird mishmash accent yeah. and give to Wolverine. And, and you know that would be... fucking happen, too, and yeah. he'll justify it. Fuck
2: Tom Hardy. I don't want that to happen. There I'm looking at was... a couple people. Go ahead, Matt. I'm looking at a couple different people now, and there's other ones that are like play significant other characters in the Marvel and Marvel and DC. Like, uh, like I was just looking for suggestions for a guy. Like, they have John Bernthal. That's my Punisher. That, that's, don't change yeah, that. Jason no. Momoa. That's Aquaman. Don't change that. Uh, there is one though that intrigues me, and that's Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's actually a good one. I feel like he has the look for it, and probably or, the build
0: too. Or Travis Flamel, who's like. I, in my opinion, a better Charlie Hunnam. I like Travis Flamel more, who is Ragnar in The Vikings. Because um, he's got that wild-out look in his eyes and can kind of do that more fierce. He's shown that with Vikings. where Charlie Hunnam c- kind of comes off, to me, like he's Oliver Queen in my head. I picture him more in that role. I can uh, see that, uh, and yeah. I, I Travis Flamel is more like fierce and has that animalistic side. One of the weird fan castings I saw that someone did artwork for Um, And it's very much in the vein of like the original Bob Hoskins casting with someone did a fan art of Jack Black as Wolverine and it actually looks great. I could never stomach it, but I was like, sure, (laughs) why not? It was weird, though. It looks great, but it's not for me.
1: (laughs) Give me give me fucking Danny DeVito, man.
2: Yeah, if you're going to go that route at that that point, yeah. (laughs) I just seen that one. Uh there's some interesting ones. If if I mean, I could share. I mean, we're, we're doing pretty good on time. If we want to discuss yeah. some of them, uh, yeah. Please. Here's the, here's the one Screen Ranch, It's their number one. Keanu Reeves. But I don't know if I want to. See, I don't want to see that. No, I want like
0: uh, Keanu Reeves' Moon Knight. That I want Keanu yeah. Reeves as Mark Spector.
2: Uh, let's see, Oscar Isaac. Uh, no. Nah. They have jo- Joaquin Phoenix on here, but no. But Andrew Lincoln. Is an interesting one, maybe. Do to play Rick Grimes?
0: Yeah, okay. Uh,
2: no. no, no, not buying it. No.
0: Um, who's one of the the kid from Kingsman? I always forget his name. Has gone around a while, but now after playing, Taron Egerton. This is one of yeah. The, yeah, Taron Egerton's got it, and I I haven't seen him in much outside of like Kingsman and um, Rocket Man. So I, I've always he's more like flamboyant. And charismatic to me and I don't picture him so much as Wolverine but again like we talked about with uh, what's his face earlier Pattinson you can't cast based on old roles either because you never know what you're going to get so he might be an interesting one
2: he's a good young I mean he's a good I don't know how old he is but he's obviously on the young side he's only emerged over what the last five six years or so Radcliffe
0: has been thrown around a lot Harry Potter has been tossed around as someone that people have been interested in
2: I involved. have seen that. I have seen that. I, I don't know. I've uh, my wife's been watching the show of his on TBS. I forgot what it's called. I watched it with her sometimes. The like Greater pretty, Good
0: or something like that. Something
2: like that. It was like the one when I was watching. They were ta- it was taking place in like the medieval times or whatever. Uh, yeah, you was like
0: an angel in heaven trying to like fix the world.
2: Yeah, something like that. It was it was pretty entertaining. Like I, he's good for comedy. Uh, I think. I don't know. I I don't know if I could take him super serious. Uh, I know the later Harry Potter movies had a bit of a serious edge on them, but I oh, don't yeah. know. But but it, again, back to the same, right back to the point. Uh, we, we don't know until we see it, until it happens. If it happens and we don't like it, then we crucify it. Uh, if not, but I, I don't know. They're probably going to give it some time before they introduce Wolverine back into the mix.
1: I would want honest. it to be, uh, when you say it takes some time now, I would want it to be a uh, post-credit scene
2: and none of us know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't be, want like I be surprised. announced I movie. Want, uh, I don't want an announced movie. Uh, yeah, su- surprise I, is the best way to go about it. And honestly, I'm okay. I'm okay waiting five years. Uh, I really am. Uh, I love Wolverine. I do. Uh, is you know comic book character. I thought it's the Wolverine and the X Men movies was shoved down our throats a little bit too much. Yeah. Uh, th- that was what. That was a big turnoff for me for the X Men movies because it was about. The, it was X Men's about the team, but it was the Wolverine show, right? And it got a little annoying, but. Hugh Jackman almost irreplaceable. Uh, Greg mentioned that no matter who you're going to put in there, yep. uh that's going to be Hugh Jackman sh- in Hugh Jackman's shadow. So, let it coast a little bit, let it coast for five, 5 years or so and start to bring it back. I don't think Wolverine is an immediate need. Uh to the MCU, I really don't. I think there's plenty of star power to go around.
0: Do the original 5, the give me like Beast, Jean, Cyclops, uh Iceman yeah. and Angel. Like I'd be fine with that being the in Early introduction, but everyone knows the 90s, so that's what they're gonna want. Um, I found an interesting one, Jai Courtney, who played Captain Boomerang. Um, I could actually see him pulling it off, as well as that's Joe Magnell, who one. would be too huge, huge Jack, Hugh Jackman to me. But Jai Courtney has like the gruff look, he's been in action movies, done Terminator and stuff, so he might he might be a decent choice, right? No, that's
2: a good one. That's an out of the box one I haven't heard yet, so that's a good one. Uh, But yeah, I mean, whoever it is, whoever it ends up being, it's an important role. It's going to be, it's going to be, you have to cast that right. You have, you're going to have to cast it right. That's the big thing right
1: there. Now, if you look at the first X-Men movie compared to the sequels, Hugh Jackman was pale. He was not ripped. Yeah. He was bulky. He was not ripped. And he was very fucking hairy. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and then like out of nowhere he's like waxed and ripped as fuck yeah the scene in uh um the wolverine origins when he pops out of the water and he's cool slow motion his claws are out um i i heard that filming that scene hugh jackman was fainting because he had to get absolutely shredded for that scene. And he was severely dehydrated. He was hallucinating just to get that
0: shot. And I feel like he was more shredded in the Wolverine movie, like the, the Japan based one. I feel like he was even yeah. more ripped in that. Yeah, yeah he, was. he he did like
2: he had total dad bod for Logan, but uh, the other ones, he, he just, it, it was a more progressive and, and they made sure to show it to him. And it is what it is. They do that with all the, you know, a lot of the, yeah. the male heart throbs. They do it for Thor, uh, Days of Future Past. What they they, I know there's a couple scenes of them with the shirt off, and they really harbor that. They really emphasized it. But I, I uh, liked
0: the Hawaiian t-shirt. That was like I liked that. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah. Uh,
2: so yeah, it's got to be perfect, and you know, Marvel hasn't. I, I can't say that I've hated any casting so far because so far that everything we've seen, it's been played out pretty good, played out, acted pretty well.
0: So. Yeah. Uh, and but Sony yeah. is uh, Sony, that's the one issue. Or not Sony. Fox did such a good job casting the original X Men. In my opinion, like outside yeah. of there was only one casting I I didn't like. But other than that, I loved every single casting. Was it Storm? Uh, I I did not like Storm. I hated how yeah, yeah. she just wasn't strong enough for me. Like like I I like like powers like. Angela Bassett at that time would have been like Storm or one of the the females they've recently put in like Black Panther. Like Haley, Halle Berry just didn't wasn't for me. I've never been a huge fan of her, unfortunately though. But um other than that, like their Cyclops was killer. Their their Jean Grey was killer. Patrick me. Stewart and anything is fantastic. Like oh, especially was great.
1: Ian McKellen as Magneto. Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah. Like Because when I first saw the casting, I was like, why the fuck is Magneto a grandpa? And then, of yeah. course, you see it, and you're like, oh, my God, that's right. I forgot. Ian McKellen is fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they did such a good job. So it does have – it's a little different than, like, people are kind of wishy-washy on Spider-Man, where I don't feel like anyone questions the old, like, X-Men castings that much, at least the first the first one. So –
1: the best casting was Beast with uh, frazier yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Kelsey, Kelsey Grammar. Was Frasier was actually Casting It was amazing. It really caught me off guard. And then they did a good job with the the first class and stuff as well. I liked all the, the actors they cast again. Um, honestly, the weird one I would have given up there is I didn't love Jessica Lawrence's Mystique because I thought she got too whiny. And Mystique was always, like, powerful to me. Um, but that's just me.
1: Jessica yeah, I'm tr- is also a total babe. I'm Go trying there. to
2: find. Here I found this one. This is interesting. If you guys want to hear this too, this is from the 90s, uh, the 1990s, and uh, they actually, I think it was Wizard, 1995. They did an issue a casting call for the X Men, and the only person that they hit on the money was Patrick Stewart as Professor <laughs> Xavier. Listen to some of these other choices that they they ended up having. Uh, Wizards. For Colossus, they had Dolph Lundgren. I love that. Love it. <laughs> that would have been cool. And obviously, uh, they went with uh, Daniel Cudmore. Uh Bishop, they had Michael Dorn, the dude who played uh, Worf in Star Trek. They had him for Bishop. Uh, Cyclops chose Michael. Michael Bean B i e h n. I don't know. Yeah, where that's he's-
1: uh, that's uh, Reese from uh, Terminator, and also
2: uh, oh. Riggs from Aliens. Okay. Uh, Gambit, they had Jean Claude Van Damme.
1: Fuck. dude. I mean, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jean uh, Claude Van Damme could kill a man with his ass cheeks. Fuck
2: that. Yeah, the, a- the act time would have worked, too. That would have been cool. Yeah. You stick a uh, fucking
1: pack of cards between his butt cheeks and he starts flying that shit out. Woo. He has to split yeah. and just
0: shoots <laughs> him. Uh, oh, perfect.
2: Let's see. Yeah. Storm, they had uh, super, Supermodel Iman. I am a N, uh, Gene Gray, uh, Nicole Kidman. That was who their, their their fan choice was in
1: 1995.
2: Oh boy, oh. Wolverine, Glenn Danzig. Are you huh. are you fist fucking me right now? Are That's you pretty
0: great. Right now,
1: That's dude? pretty awesome. I am 100% behind Glenn Danzig playing Wolverine right now in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
2: love it. So good. Uh, w- uh, for Magneto, Rutger Hauer. Okay, oh, I love a, that. Sabretooth, Clancy Brown. Yeah. Clancy he can do did. it now. Juggernaut. Yeah, Juggernaut. Juggernaut. They had Vader, the wrestler,
0: for wrestling. No. Oh, yeah. That would be. Oh. Man, <sighs> he, he would just, be the blob, though. It's... Vader would just be blob. Is this real? Is this, this real? I, this
2: is legit. This is from Wizard, the Wizard 1995. They're, they're one of their comic. Or I know what Wizard releases. is. Yeah yeah uh really? let's see that's pretty yeah. sweet uh, let's see is there any other good ones? there's one more emma frost slash white queen they had rebecca de mornay uh i'm not sure where she's from either risky business uh oh, the hand I, that rocks the cradle yeah yeah know. yeah
1: she's the blonde yeah
2: yeah so that was the last one they had but yeah this was uh this baffled me but yeah they, they hit the nail right on the head with patrick stewart and could you i mean could you imagine like Thinking of him back in like the nineties, how theatrical and in this and that, to think of him in in an X-Men movie, it's like yeah. it's still it's still a little weird, but he played it so well, good.
0: He had done Star Trek by that time, right? And so he had kind of already started to get into that world, I think, as Picard. Yeah. Um so I yeah. think that kind of transferred over well. But Clancy Brown as Sabretooth, um, if you watched oh. the last if you watched the first season of Mandalorian. He was the big red bounty hunter with uh, Bill Burr's group. Yep. That was Clancy Brown, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> so this,
1: this was uh, 95. Yeah. Um, this would have been a couple years after Pet Cemetery 2 was made, where Clancy Brown was the bad guy in that. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. he would have made a fantastic saber tooth.
0: Yeah, like I said, I still think he could do it now. I agree. He'd be, a dope, he'd be a dope rhino. I know Paul Giamatti was cool, but not the suit was cool, but like Clancy Brown would be a cool rhino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I like, especially with his voice, even though all I picture is Mr. Krabs now, but still. Yeah, yeah, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. Ron Perlman just needs to be saber in my opinion, at this point. Especially, you know, if you just, if you cast Charlie Hunnam as Wolverine, just put Ron Perlman as Sabretooth, it's perfect perfect he's got to look for it
2: it is intriguing but uh yeah i think that about wraps it up for today's episode not bad little fan casting
0: casting all day
2: (laughs) we really could we really could we're we're not bad at it uh so we will see you guys next week more and i think it'll be our last week of animal april yeah our last uh Mm -hmm. episode of animal april so make sure you tune in see what we pick and yeah, let's take it home. On behalf of Greg, Mike, and I, we'll talk to you next time right here on Panel Discussion. Yeah, Chris.
0: Have you heard any new podcasts
2: lately? Uh yeah, I have. Like what?
1: Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Power Rangers in Cyberspace? What's that about? Power Rangers in Cyberspace is a podcast with Christian and Sean. Talk Power Rangers-related topics, such as different teams, different seasons, actors, storylines. They talk about different toys and action figures that come out of it, about it. Um, there's collectibles uh, like figurines. Yeah, basically everything Power Rangers-related, and it's right here on the network.
0: So I might not be interested in it, but there are folks who are. Yes, there are. Sweet.